Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning together Bereshis Chamishi, the fifth Aliyah in Pashas Bereshis. Our Aliyah is a shorter one. It is only seven psukim long, running from Perik Dalet Yudtes to Chafav. The main topic is Lemech's problem. Let's take a look at this and understand what's going on. We hear about Lemech. We, we heard about him being a, a descendant of Cain. He's married to two women. They, their names are Ada and Sila. Ada bears him Yaval, who's the father of tents and herds, and then his brother Yuval, who's the father of musical instruments. We then hear that Sila, his second wife, has a son Tuval, kind of becomes a metalsmith, and his sister is Naama. Lemech then turns to his wife, he makes this speech to him. He says, I killed a man. He says, I killed a man, I killed a child. Um, and then he goes on to say, but in the end of the day, Cain will be avenged after seven generations, and Lebech will be avenged after 77 generations. Then he goes, the Aliyah goes on to tell us that Noach, that, that Adam had another child, a third child that is named in the Torah, whose name is Shes, Seth, and he, and he is in place of Hevel because of the killing of, um, of Hevel. And Shes has a, a son whose name is Enosh, and Enosh starts to call in the name of Hashem. This is a very enigmatic idea. Let's try to understand some of the basics here. First of all, let's understand what are the, what are these children of Lemech doing? What are their what are their um, additions to humanity? So we hear that Yaval is a nomad. Rashi explains he moves from month to month. He moves from place to place. Tents, cattle, herds. This is this is a, he's he's a prototype of a nomad. Then we add Yuval is a musician. So he introduces music to culture. Whereas Tuval Khan is a metalsmith, and, and Rashi points out that the, all of these are seen in a negative light because the idea of Yovel is he made different places to serve pagan deities. Yuval would, um, played music to different deities, to Avodazara, and Tuval Khan was, was really the progeny of his great 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 grandfather, whose name was Khan, who was a murderer, and so he created tools to um, facilitate murder. So it really is seen in a negative light as well, these individuals. It's interesting that Naamah, um, who's got a very beautiful name, is actually going to end up being the wife of Noah, according to Rashi. Now, another question is, why is Lemech making this whole speech to his wives? What's he talking about? Murder and this, and why is he talking to his wives about it? So Rashi says that Lemech actually himself was blind, and he had his son, Tuval Kayan, who would lead him through for, for hunting, and what happened was that one day in the undergrowth, he saw something moving. He thought that it was a person. It turned out that it, he thought it was an animal. It turns out it was a person. It was Cain himself. Um, and he kills Cain. Um, but at this point in time, he is so shocked by the experience that he claps his hands together, but actually ends up killing his own son, Tuval Cain. Terrible c- catastrophe. So he, uh, which is interesting to notice, by the way, that this is seven generations from Cain himself committing his murder. So it's sort of... The whole, the whole thing comes out, the whole pattern emerges seven generations later, and then the curse happens upon the person who kills the Berkayan, his own son dies. It's a really terrible story. So why is he talking to his wives? So his wives refers, refused to live together with Lemech any further because of the mistake that he made, because of what he did, because they knew that he would ultimately be cursed. Any children they would have from him now would be cursed to death because of killing Cain, because the curse placed upon him. So he, uh, he goes on to explain that this was unintentional murder. It wasn't intentional. And he points out that if Cain was cursed for seven generations um, because of an intentional murder, then he w- would perhaps have 77 
years, meaning a much longer period of time because it was unintentional murder. Now, why in the middle of the Aliyah, why in the middle of this whole story? We don't hear their response, but why do we hear that Adam and Chava have a new child called Chase? So Rashi explains that there's another possibility as to why it is that he was making the speech to his wife. Not that he killed anybody, but rather that up till now was, uh, um, was the Midrash Tanchuma. Rashi now quotes the Midrash Rabbah that no, he didn't kill anybody. Well, rather, his wives no longer wanted to be with him. They're not living with him because they knew that there was going to be a seven-generation curse on the children of Cain and they did not want to contribute to the curse of, of bringing more children in the world who would be cursed, who would die. And um, why are we doing this? And in fact, they knew that there was going to be some sort of catastrophe. They knew they didn't know it was a flood, but they knew something was going to happen in the future. Why are we having children that are all going to be, uh, going to be killed? By the way, they were correct. All the children, the whole of the Kain's line was killed in the flood. There was not a single survivor of Kain's line of the family. So he goes on to explain to them, he says, Look, I, I, I didn't kill him. Why should the curse fall before me? It has nothing to do with me. What essentially he's doing is he's shifting the blame. And Rashi points out that he was incorrect in his arguments. These are incorrect arguments. The, the wives were right. So why do we hear about Adam and Shays here? The answer is, is because Lemech went over to Adam and he says, Look, everybody's looking at you, Adam. Nobody's wives want to be with them or live together because they don't want to have children because of the curse. If you have more children, it will give a reinvigoration of hope into humanity. And that's why Adam had Shays at this point in time. So that's the connection between the two meritors of this Aliyah. Finally, one last question in this Aliyah is, what does it mean that Enosh, the grandson of Adam from Shays, calls in the name of Hashem? So the Ramam in Mishnah Torah, Hilchos, Avarazor at the very beginning, explains that Enosh, a third generation from Adam, was able to see godliness everywhere. He saw godliness in the sun, he saw godliness in the moon, he saw godliness in the luminaries, he saw godliness in all the powers of the universe. And he said, look, these are Hashem's emissaries. These are the, the representatives of Hashem in this earth, on this earth. Shouldn't we also give them honor because they are an expression of Hashem? And that's what it means, Hashem. He called the name of God upon everything. And that was a very positive thing that he was trying to introduce. However, in the end of the day, are given a give a few generations and people started just serving the servants of God and not God himself. And therefore, that's how the Avodah how pagan worship started. It started with an altruistic reason, but ultimately ended up they forgot God at the end. They didn't want to have to deal with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. They just wanted to deal with the intermediaries. And this is what Ali is describing. So unfortunately, we see a lot of what we'll call negative development in the human capacity here in this Aliyah, both through the line of Cain and through the line of Shays. With this, we close the Aliyah. In the meantime, have a wonderful and meaningful day.